Hi, friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo. Um, Today, I want to get into a lot of things, questions that have been on my mind. Um, As many of you know from Instagram and through there, I've been having a few um, really hard weeks and just not feeling great um, and kind of at a low point with my health. And as I'm going through all of this and as I'm kind of seeing things go downhill, I have also felt um, that God has really drawn me near to him. And, you know, I had so many examples this week of him reaching out to um, make me feel seen and make me feel loved by him. Um, We had a testimony in church of someone who had really undergone great suffering, and she just sang this beautiful song of choosing to sit still in the suffering and choosing to worship. Um, And the entire message really at church was on suffering from the book of James. So, And I even had a friend call me out of the blue and just say, God put you on my heart, and it was really at one of my lowest points and just prayed for me. And those kind of things have been happening to me me all week. And so I say this to you because if I want you to get just one thing from this podcast, I want you to get this. It's that God intimately, intimately cares for the details of your life. He cares for you and your suffering. He cares for you, what you're crying about, what nobody else knows about. He sees you. um, He fights for you. He's fighting battles that you don't even know about um, behind the scenes. And I was kind of thinking through this question this week, and I thought I would kind of bring it here on the podcast and talk to you guys about it, um, because I feel like I've been a little bit stuck in this question for a while. And I've always believed that God can heal me, but I wonder if he will heal me. Um, you know, I always kind of have that like holding back in my mind, like I know he can do it, but I don't know if he will do it. And so I've been wrestling with this question. I feel like God is, um, calling me out and saying, I want you to not only believe that I can and, but that I will. Um, and I recently saw the chosen episode. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but Um, please go watch it if you haven't yet, but it's with the woman with the issue of blood. Um, and that Bible story I can say is the one that I identify with most in the whole Bible. She had been suffering with, um, bleeding for 12 years. She had seen so many doctors. She had spent all of her money on doctors and they had only made it worse. Um, and here she was hearing that Jesus was in town And she just wanted to touch um, the hem of his robe. And she said, if I can just touch him, um, I will be healed. And so in this story, um, she fights through the crowd. She um, gently touches the hem of his robe and she's instantly healed. She can feel it in her body. Um, And then Jesus is like, who touched me? (laughs) I don't know if you guys remember this story, but it's it's one of my favorite stories in the whole Bible. Um, But... He, so she tells him that she touched him, and so he turns around and says, Daughter, your faith has made you well. And so I've been thinking a lot this week about um, my faith having an impact on 
being well and about um, healing. And I'm, I'm thinking a lot about how I've had reservations and I've had um, times where I necessarily didn't believe that God would heal me. I, I had almost a twisted view of him and thinking that he wanted to keep me in suffering. And so I kind of, you know, have been wrestling with this and thinking, well, what are the good things about holding back and having reservations? And honestly, I can't come up with too many <laughs> good good reasons to have reservations. And so something that kind of struck me that I was I was talking with God about this and really um, praying and thinking about all this, and I just it struck me that um, at the end of the day, you know, when we stand before God in heaven, I want to be able to say, I believed in you the whole time. I had faith that you could do it. I kept believing in you. I want to have that kind of a faith. And maybe in this life, God decides to heal me emotionally and not physically. Maybe he heals a part of my health condition. You know, I think when I think of one example is Paul's thorn in the flesh, um, where he pleaded with the Lord three times to take away this uh, thorn in the flesh. And God revealed to him that he uh, was allowing it in his life because his power was made perfect in Paul's weakness. And so there are specific times where God reveals to us that he intends not only not to heal us at this specific time, but he always intends to heal us eventually in eternity. But sometimes he allows us to continue in our suffering. And why? You know, like I, I'm, I ask why. And I think it's because the path of suffering produces greater reward and greater growth and a greater closeness to the Father than the path of healing would produce at this time. And only God can know that. And so it, it comes down to trust. It comes down to, do we trust God to heal us in the best time possible, in his timing? Can we relinquish our grip and allow him to heal when he deems it best? Do we rest and stop striving to control and make it all better when we know that only he has the power to change our situation or to heal us. In James 1, 6, it says, But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. I don't know about you, but, you know, when I get to heaven, I want to say that I never saw the healing right in front of me, but I believed. I believed and I had faith. I believed against all odds, and I believed you could do it because you are good, and I knew that about your character, and I knew you were good, and I knew you loved me. I would rather say that before God than to say, well, I told you so. You didn't heal me until heaven, so I was skeptical, and I was right. <laughs> no, I mean, that, to me, that kind of mentality screams Pharisee, you know, and so that's not really the kind of humility that we know God is drawn to. We know he gives grace to the humble. We know he exalts the humble. Think about it. What do you have to lose if he doesn't do what you're asking him to do in faith? You know what you have to lose? It's your pride. You lose being right. You lose the, I told you so, God. 
But really, that's not what we're even after, right? I mean, we are after faith. We want to grow our faith. We want to get to heaven and have an unwavering trust in his goodness. So let's pray big prayers. Let's pray with no doubting. Let's pray with faith because what do we have to lose? I mean, when we get to heaven, we want to be able to say, I prayed in this kind of faith and I prayed that you could do it and I believed in you because it's really about trust and it's about building that trust. I pray that he will move mountains even before I see the mountains moved. Believe and let that blind, pure faith start to change your life and the way you look at your life and the way you look at how challenging your circumstances are and like there's no hope to get out of it. Just believe that there is hope because you are coming to the throne and you're asking in faith. So for me, another question that kind of came up with all of this was, well, if God doesn't heal me, does that mean that I don't have enough faith? And, you know, what about all the people he didn't heal when he was on earth? Did that mean that they didn't have enough faith? Um, and you know what my answer, I lean, this this one I'm leaning towards no, because I have seen some giants of the faith continue to suffer and continue to have um, illnesses and things that are just, hard, you know, and I've seen them walk through it with a stronger faith on the other side. And one of the people that is close to my heart that I constantly get encouragement from is Johnny, Eric Sintata. Um, and all I can say here is that God had a greater purpose in the suffering than he did in the healing. He had something that he was still doing in the suffering, and that's why he let it continue. He is so good that he would have not let someone suffer for no reason. That's that's not his character. That's not who he is. I think we need to remember that God is not like us in that he knows everything and he knows the out, all possible outcomes of every situation and scenario in our lives. He can run through all the possible outcomes in less than a second, right? And so sometimes he knows what would happen if the healing took place. And his answer could be not right now or not yet. And there's purpose even in that because he has so much more for us to do in this place of waiting, in this place of not being healed. And one day we will all be healed. There will be healing for us. We will have perfect bodies in heaven. That is a promise that is going to happen. And really it's not that far away. I mean, we are on this earth for such a short time. It feels long to us, especially when we're suffering. Um, but it's good to remember that God does promise healing eventually. And we can have hope and we can have faith in that. And we can look forward to that time. But it is also something to do in our suffering. and something to ponder on and to sit with God and to look at his heart to realize what is his purpose for me here? What is he teaching me here? What is it that he wants me to do here? Um, and because it's never a waste for him. He never has um, no plan, right? Like he, he's not just letting you flounder. There is a plan in the suffering. There's a purpose in the suffering. He doesn't let us cry for no reason. He doesn't let us hurt and have broken hearts for no reason. It's all a part of his 
plan. And it's hard because we don't understand that plan and we want to, right? We want to have a blueprint. We want to know exactly what his plans are. Um, but a lot of times that blind faith is what gets rewarded. And so I just want to leave you with that thought. When you get to heaven, are you going to stand before God and say, I trusted that you were going to do it. I believed in you for this. I believe that you could and that you were going to do it. Um, and how much that will mean to him for us to say those words. And so, friend, let me pray for us. Lord, um, oh, it's been it's been a hard week, and you know that, Lord. Um, you know that I have felt so weary this week. And um, But what joy I have in my heart because I'm seeing your plans even in the suffering, and I'm seeing your heart um, in every corner of my life that I feel disappointed about at times, but I also feel like I'm growing closer to you, and I would never give that back for any reason. And so I pray that whatever my friend is suffering with on the other side of this podcast, Lord, I pray that they won't look too hard at the suffering but that they will look past the suffering and see the nearness of you and see the moments with you that they would never trade for anything. And I pray that they can focus their eyes on that, fix their eyes on you, Jesus, because you are the author and perfecter of our faith and you're writing our story. And we know that suffering doesn't last forever. We know that there is a time where this will end. But Lord, um, help us to believe and at the end of our lives, let us um, come before you and say, I had the faith um, that you would move mountains, Lord, and I'm glad I had that faith because it carried me through. Um, so I pray for these sweet friends, whatever they are facing, that they can continue to have that kind of a faith and that it would change their life and that they would not worry so much and not feel so anxious about things because that dependence has grown so deep with you that it is freeing. I know it has been for me, Lord. Um, so I lift up these sweet ones to you, and I just pray for their week, and I pray for um, the days ahead that you will protect them, Lord, in your name. Amen. All right, my friends, that is it for today. Um, if you want kind of more of a closer look into what I'm learning through my suffering and different things that I'm going through, please join the membership. That's at... Um, What's that at? Patreon.com slash your temple care. I forgot the link for a second, but patreon.com slash your temple care. Um, I write in there a lot of more personal things, kind of like what I'm going through and um, how you can pray. So if you want to join the membership site, I would just love to have you there to be a prayer warrior for me and my ministry and to just um, join with me in that and to help me feel loved and supported because um, the people in there are just special. And so I'm just so thankful for all of you that have joined the membership. And if you're thinking about it, please do, because it is a great way for me to connect with you guys on a more personal level. So um, thanks for listening today, guys, and I will see you next week.